0: Everybody, you're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age old question What's Your Number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer
1: to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City.
0: Welcome back to what's your number welcome welcome to
1: what is gonna be a wild fucking ride as I hinted to
0: I can't wait I am strapped in I've lowered my desk chair to a comfortable height I'm ready I've got an espresso here you're buckled
1: up oh my god I wish I had an espresso I uh-huh. don't drink coffee anymore but it is for real 951 yeah and i'm drinking Good my for tea you.
0: god that's amazing
1: i mean i still drink caffeine but um yeah i i drink black tea now and i have to say like it really improved my life D- really yeah, yeah you know how, you know how people tell you that like who stopped drinking coffee and you're like, yeah. shut the fuck up, Steve. Yeah,
0: pretty much. Like, I put them in the same group of people who taught me to stop doing everything. Like, you know, yeah. stop drinking, stop whatever.
1: All the things I well, like. Well, now I'm that person because I concentrate better. I sleep better. I am, like, way less, like, stressed in general.
0: Well... I do think that. I mean, I do have to admit that like I have coffee like in the middle of the morning and I immediately have a panic attack. So, yeah. like I believe you. No, and- it's it's tr- it's like I I thought I was like
1: I I seriously was like honestly considering going on SSRIs for a second like yeah. after grad. So, I think it was partly like I I don't know how like real this is, but it was partly just um just cortisol overload. Like, my stress hormones were just, like, I was just so stressed. Like, I just had been stressed for, like, a year and a half.
0: Yeah. No, that and
1: happens. Yeah. I think I would, I would just, like, like go into panic mode so easily. And I stopped drinking coffee. And, like, I just, I don't know. I just, everything improved.
0: Damn. Like, I was just,
1: like, happier. Like, could concentrate better at work. I also thought that I, like, needed Adderall, too. <laughs> right. Like, I, yeah. I didn't really take it that often because it's it's it was so... <clears throat> intense but I was like oh yeah I definitely have ADD and then I stopped drinking coffee and I was like
0: do I really (laughs) yeah that's wild yeah
1: I mean (sighs) I do though I definitely I definitely do (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> the listeners of this podcast are like yes you do <laughs> yeah
0: I mean but but if you if you notice it less I mean yeah I have been feeling like it's been really hard to concentrate lately and I'm and I drink coffee to compensate for that so I don't know it's Interesting. yeah I would suggest
1: like because I always thought oh yeah like you know like you need an energy boost to get yourself through right Right. No, I feel like it's like the opposite.
0: Right. Yeah, I guess I'm just a very low energy person, though. I think I have a lot less energy than you.
1: <laughs> I mean, you should see me during that. I've become a little less energetic, I think, over the years. But I I think I seem like I'm high energy at times. But that's just my like, that's just my I'm around people.
0: Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. No, yeah, well, I don't know, dude. Like, I've lived <laughs> with you. I've seen the amount of shit that you package a single day, and it it makes me tired just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, no, I—what are you talking
0: I know. I. I'm it, thinking of, like, when, like, I just remember— maybe it was because Morgan was visiting, but I remember there was a day that you guys, like, Got up, like went to a coffee shop, did some work, went to the beach, did a yoga class, came back and then like we got, I don't know, you did like a few more activities. Like you went sightseeing and I remember you guys came back and like we went to the club and I was like, <laughs> how is this possible? I could never do all these things in one day. Like I could do two things in one day,
1: max. Yeah. You know, and I, I that sounds like that does sound like a pretty full day. But, you know, I have to say, R- Ryan. He'll like get up at like 7 a.m. I mean, like and, and you know, now I like work remotely and stuff. So I feel like I've become even lazier. I mean, I've been working remotely the whole time, but like, I don't know. I I just, I'm not like he, he's like, go to the gym, go to work, work all day, go do his like after work activities. Like he's like part of a pool league, go do that. And then you get home what? at like 10 and I'm like. I'm like, holy, like kind of makes me feel like I'm like an underachiever to some extent.
0: Oh man, you should, you should, that's so funny. That's so funny though, because it is like, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it really is just like who you're next to at any given moment, right?
1: I think it is because I think, I think I definitely do have days where I'm like busier. And I think when I lived in, you know, back then, um, like living in Barcelona and living in, you know, like wherever I was living at the time, I felt like more active. Because, you know, there's like more to do. There's more yeah. sightseeing and stuff. Like right you now, it's like in winter. Oh, yeah, I but do. It's winter. Yeah. It's it winter. winter. I think sure. the winter aspect. And even when it was summer, it was just so hot. I don't know. I feel yeah, like I, yeah. I just don't do as much. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Wild. Well, this, is, this is so fascinating to me. One and a half I, now. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like things are going to... I'm going to see, I'm going to look into a little a little less coffee. But in the meantime, we have <laughs> super interesting things to be talking about. We have um, a lot to get through As fascinating as I'm sure that, that little chit-chat was for everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me the story.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, <laughs> so today's theme is about... Ghosts of the past, present and future.
0: Oh god, amazing. <laughs> A little Christmas carol if you will in January. Right. Yeah, it's it's it could have been
1: slightly more timely, but um yeah, I mean, what do you think when you hear that? What do you what does that make you think of, Olivia?
0: Mm-hmm. Um ghosts of of the past, present and future. Um I guess you've got your ex-boyfriend, your current boyfriend, and your future boyfriend in the same episode. I don't know. I don't know. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited to reveal this, but um, yeah, this is one of those episodes that like, as I was like, you know, putting together my notes, I was like, holy shit, this might be the craziest little episode of my life here. Yeah, um, I love that. I there love are that still family. some doozies to come though, actually. I think um, in in a, like next episode pretty crazy. And then the next episode after that is also pretty crazy. So
0: they come in phases, don't you think?
1: They do. They do. And um, I'm going to start covering a few people in one. This one is still like a one, but uh, there are a couple times where I'm going to lump people together because, you know, phases in life. That is isn't like worth telling like a whole story for each of them sometimes. Yeah. Right, totally. Um, okay. So last you saw me, I was back in Montana. Um, and I realized when I was writing this, like how many episodes start like that?
0: A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot. <laughs> but that's where you go to transition. So it makes sense. Yeah. There's this TikToker that um
1: I have started paying attention to who like she's like in her like young 20s or something and she lives in Colorado and she'll like tell story times and stuff and she dated a Missoula boy so she'll be like I was in Missoula she's like and then I flew to Missoula and I was like I know exactly that whole thing oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) I know right um, yeah so number 29 and I had stayed together and my plan was to return to Columbia ASAP um, and if you'll remember you know number 29 he's the freckled Taurus with a cool accent Ugh, how that's how I we like think of him and a bit of a temper
0: <laughs> um, yeah but uh A sensual, angry man. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Taurus vibe. But he's also a a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. (laughs) So sweet until he's angered.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so over the, like, I think I'd been back for a couple weeks and, you know, I just had that, like, post travel glow about me. Um, Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, number 29 had gotten a bit clingy. So, you know, we're just like, (gasps) (laughs) we're just like talking and, you know, just checking in all the time. I think I'd planned to be there for like four or five months or something like, um, in Montana, Columbia, sorry. In Montana. Sorry. Yeah. Montana. Got it. Um, it was like TBD. I think it was pretty open, but I, you know, we were planning on it it being just a few months long hiatus, I guess. So, um, and one time I didn't respond to his messages for an afternoon and he got like really upset and i was like you know i just kind of had like you know how in every relationship there's you might have you know x y z happen and you're like oh but i still love them and then one moment you just get this moment of clarity it's literally yes. just this like sent down from the gods above that finally like penetrates your you know your like yes. your psyche and you're like i literally just can't do this yeah And yes, so yeah, so then I just broke up with him. Um, And I I think what I really felt was like he, you know, there was just so much like heaviness and serious and seriousness and and just difficulty in our relationship. And it just felt like work. And I I was just like, you know what? It just shouldn't be like this. Like I really want, I kind of had this, I kind of started to envision at that point what I wanted in my next relationship and I really envisioned something like light and happy and mm,
0: mm-hmm. you know just
1: someone who was like joyous and fun to be around and mm, um mm-hmm. kind of like light more lighthearted I guess yeah and I also wanted to date I also had a vision for somebody creative something uh-huh. that I was thinking a lot about so Um, yeah, so while I was in Montana, I had, uh, reconnected with some of my rafting friends and, and one of them, um, at one point, I think we'd gone to like the rafting company for a weekend or something, or maybe we'd all gone out to the bar. I kind of forget the circumstances, but yeah, I I think it was that we all went out to the bar. Um, and he was the one, I think I had mentioned this at some point during one of the rafting episodes, we'd like made out or something. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, which one? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm maybe I, maybe I, I glossed know. over this, but um, he was like a lot younger than me. It felt like he was a lot younger than me. I mean, at the time, like I don't think he actually is, like relatively speaking. But at the time, I was like 26, and he was, I think he was like 22.
0: That is a big difference,
1: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it definitely felt like it. Um, and I, I think I always, I kind of like when we'd like made out, it kind of like felt weird about it. I was like, cause he was like only 21, I think when we had like made out. Right. So I was like, I was like, oh my God, he's so young. But like, I really liked him. Like we, and I think he really liked me too. But now at this point, like we were just friends. Um sorry. This is actually, this is actually like before um, I had broken up with number 29. Um, like literally like a week before. And like, we all went out and he's like, I'm going to crash on your couch. And I'm like, sure. And then we went to the farmer's market together and like, <laughs> it just kind of felt like, like I, I don't know. Just, yeah, like it, we, but he's he was just such a sweetheart.
0: Like I just like really. No, I'm just laughing because that seems like such a couple-y activity to go to farmers markets. In Missoula, to be fair, this is in Missoula, not as much because it's actually just like what's happening. But <laughs> it's like yeah, the, the thing to do. Yeah, but, totally. I,
1: it was funny because I actually ran into my cousin there, and then I introduced my cousin to him, and my cousin
0: probably assumed right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's Mariah at the farmer's market with a boy. <laughs> I feel like this particular
1: cousin, like I would only see him like every couple years. And I feel like every single time he'd run into me in Missoula, I'd be like with a different boy. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So anyway, I, I but like nothing ever happened between us because, you know, we were just friends. And also, I think I, I, I did feel this like weird thing. I was like, well, you're younger than me. You know, like it just it was weird. So I was like, we're friends. It's cool. Um, so then I went on a three month road trip around the East coast. Um, I went to Boston. I went to, um, uh, Portland, Maine, where I had, where I saw, where I visited a friend that I hadn't met since, or hadn't seen since my freshman year of college when I lived in Arizona, um, who also was like a mutual friend of number five,
0: Uh huh.
1: um, I Where else did I go? I went to Toronto, where I visited number 11, which makes no
0: sense geographically. Oh, um, that kind of does. Um, Oh my God, yeah, number 11 from Guatemala. Well, from Venezuela, but you met him in Guatemala, but he lived in Canada.
1: Yeah, so this trip was kind of all about just like, I had had all these friends on the East Coast, like kind of in that region. And I know Toronto's on the East Coast, don't come for me. But, um, you know, when you I live in Montana- Toronto may as well. No, it's it's like Midwestern.
0: Is it? Okay, my bad. It's, East,
1: it's yeah, mid eastern. I don't know if that's a thing.
0: Okay, 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 yeah, what
1: do I know? I've never been. S- side note, how do you feel when people say that Montana's in the Midwest?
0: I feel like you can die. <laughs> yeah, so. That's that probably how ha- they feel.
1: <laughs> that actually happened know. to me the other day. Someone's like, oh, yeah, I heard like flights to the Midwest are like, like they were talking about, oh, my flight home might get canceled because of a, a Something And they're like, yeah, flights to the Midwest get canceled a lot. And I was like, yeah. And I guess it's because I stop over in the Midwest on my way there.
0: Yeah. And you're like, why like, Why would you even mention that? That's not what we're talking about. It's and stupid. The, yeah.
1: And then they're like, oh, I guess Montana is in the Midwest. And I'm like, no, Minnesota, which is my layover, is the Midwest. Like, yeah. There's still oh a two God. and a half
0: hour flight after that. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. I just have a thing for this because of all the years I spent on the East Coast of like, okay, imagine you wake up someone, you're like, am I in the Midwest or am I in the West? Okay, you just, there's a few quick tricks. Look outside, are there mountains? Yes, you're not in the Midwest. Look outside, look at the time. Is it mountain time? You're not in the Midwest. Finally, (laughs) if you can't do either of those things, find a cow and find out if it's being milked or if it's there to be killed for and slaughtered and eaten. Wow. If it's the latter, you're not in the Midwest. Like it's like so different. Oh my gosh! People.
1: I'm gonna have to borrow that one. That's a that's a really good way to
0: describe the differences. It's very very accurate. It's like um, that that coast. It's you know I don't really care because I at the end of the day I am a coastal elite. But then every once in a while, I'm just like ah, oh, you people are so obnoxious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I I don't really care, and I also under like I understand that it's so hard to keep all those states in the middle straight, but Is I'm it? just yeah, I, I'm just more like I want the record to stay. I'm not from the Midwest.
0: Yeah, that's 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 where I. It's come nothing down. against the Midwest. It's just, it just doesn't happen to be where we're from.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I mean, yeah, nothing against the Midwest, but Montana's special. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Also, like, <laughs> it's very flat there. So. <laughs>
1: anyway, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, like, I just had this list of people and, you know, had, like, my friend in Boston and my friend in Portland who I was just telling you about. And, like, I was, like, I was very much um, making pretty decent money at the time. I was first, you know, it was like, I was, like, digital nomading it up. And I was kind of addicted to this whole, like, let's travel and, you know, work remotely kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. And I was very much doing it.
1: Exactly. I was very much playing this trip by ear. And I think I decided to go visit number 11, like when I was in Portland, like I was kind of like, I was in Boston. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to just go up to Portland. And then I was in Portland and I was like, well, I'm going to go to Toronto now. Mm, Um, Yeah. I had some other plans of places where I was going to go, which I'll tell you in a second. Um, And, um, Yeah, so it was so weird because I hadn't seen number 11 since like the last time he had come and visited me in Montana. And I think he thought we were going to hook up. (laughs) Right, fair assumption, I guess. It is a fair assumption. It totally is. And I kind of just like instantly was like, I can't, I don't know. I just, it just didn't feel right. I just didn't, I think at that point in time, I had also hit a point where I was like sick of hooking up with people. um, this is something new that had started to happen to me, kind of like similar to what's happening to you right now at this point in your life that we're talking yeah. about your right. stuff. I just was like I'm just sick of like i I was even kind of feeling like i'm 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 on a hiatus right now is like right. how was how I was starting to think of it. I was just like it feels a little bit meaningless like I don't feel like I need to just hook up and it just is feeling a little empty for me right now. Interesting, yeah. And I think I start to feel like a little bit, like, you know how that how we talked about last episode, just this feeling of almost being like used in a way, like not used because it's like, we would both be using each other. It's not like I was the only one being
0: used when I would hook up with people. Right. But
1: I was just like, I want a deeper connection basically.
0: Yeah, totally. Like, it's funny that that would, that that would happen around the same we're not the same age but we are the same number i don't know i don't know i mean maybe it's just totally random like when it happens to you you know but Hmm, that's a good point yeah that's a really good point i think also like i
1: was very much like i want to focus on friendships and relationships and, and you know like actual like meaningful connection not everything has to be sexual
0: yeah, is what I was sure.
1: realizing. Like, it doesn't have to be this currency. I can just be friends with people, right? You know. Yeah. And it what what I wasn't really prepared for was like when I went to visit my friend in in Portland, Oregon. Or sorry, Portland, Maine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I got this like huge wave of being reminded of number five, right? Because we had been like friends, um. Mm-hmm. all together, me and the friend who lived in Portland and number five and some other people. And um, n- num- my friend who was visiting said, oh, yeah, I just saw number five, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He said something like, yeah, he came to visit a couple like a last year or something like that. And it was Yikes. just weird because I just like I felt like I was like. I was like, he's been here, you know? And I just got this. Oh, God, sense. yeah. I totally know what you mean. I mean, it's almost like it makes it sound almost like a little creepy, but it was just this, like, I was like, oh, my God, I just still feel, like, really, like, just, I don't know. There's just, you know, ghosts of the past, right?
0: hmm yeah. Yeah, you like, got a little chill. <laughs> yeah, I, like, literally felt like there
1: was just this ghost, and uh-huh. I just couldn't stop thinking about him, and just reflecting mm-hmm. on our life. And I think I started texting him at that point. We were like texting a little bit. Um, and I think he was being really like chatty at the time. Right. You know, we were like talking and, cause like, if you remember the last I'd really talked to him, I think intensely was, um, he had told me he had a girlfriend and he was like, I had like written him an email. Right. And I think we, we talked a little bit since that, like, I I went down to Prescott, Arizona, mm-hmm. and I, I had like on my road trip and I had said, you know, why, like I need to just move on from this. Like I'd kind of felt like I just want to leave this all behind. Right. So right. this is like a year before that. Right. And now I'm back in the States and I'm like, you know, just visiting friends. And I just feel this like wave of like ghosts from the past. And I'm like, maybe there is some thing I need to do here.
0: Right, like, maybe there's a reason that I still feel all these things, or like it's such a strong emotion. Just knowing that he's been here, or that you know, just being yeah. around someone, a mutual friend.
1: I think another thing that happens too is I start to feel like we really have like parallel paths in a way
0: mm-hmm. because
1: of the which fact which was that always
0: kind of the promise of the relationship.
1: Yeah, it, it was part it really of the was mythology.
0: It absolutely was. Yeah. I mean,
1: he's like living in Central America. I'm living in South America. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're traveling around. We're visiting friends at like slightly offset times. I don't know. It just kind of felt like our lives could have way more in common at that point in time. Yeah. And I don't know. I just started to think I'm like, maybe that's why this past relationship hasn't like worked out. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know. So I just start to think about him a lot. And then when I'm in, when I see number 11, I think number 11 wants to hook up. And I feel like I'm just full on in this whole thinking about number five and like reflecting on number five phase. Um, and, but it was, it's also like kind of good, I think for me and number 11 to feel like our friendship, like that we have, we'd always had a really strong friendship was like right. the basis for our relationship. And so it was really nice to like see him again. Um, but it was also like one of those moments where it was kind of like a Flaco moment for you or like, you know, when when you yeah. turn down your number 11. Right. Which that's I, really ironic. It is weird. Yeah, I think that was the last episode. Yeah, it was the last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were just like, I can't do this anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I can't do this like cycl- cyclical thing, you know? I just hook up with whoever is
0: like in my presence, you know, it crosses my path. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And our paths will just keep crossing indefinitely. And it'll just kind of, will be on the same hamster wheel forever. Exactly. Yep.
1: Um, so another thing I do at that um, point in time, so I, I go, I fly back to Boston um, to visit, hang out with my friend more. And then I go down to New York for the first time. Um, it wasn't my first time in New York, but it was my first time being there for like, longer than a day. Um uh-huh. and just had like an amazing time with a friend of mine. Like we just it, I just like felt so at home in the city. Um so that's I guess it just kind of planted the seed, I think a little bit for New York.
0: Uh-huh, and then cool.
1: I went down to Philly. Hey um shout out Olivia. It was funny because <laughs> I'm <right> I, here. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was like I I felt like I, I hadn't like we kind of just been in each other's orbit but uh-huh. I don't think we, we hadn't like spent a lot of time together and I remember you didn't have a couch
0: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah this is such and a and you're like but story. you can sleep
1: in my bed and I was like <laughs> I like, I was like, oh my God, that makes me feel so uncomfortable. But like, I, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's be friends.
0: Like I'll sleep in your bed. Oh my you know? and God, I, get I know it. what a little freak I am. I, I'm just like, everyone sleeps in my bed with me. And I and also, I get I had it. no couch. Like as of like that day, I think, yeah. you know, my roommate had like moved out and taken the couch. <laughs> and of course I was like, you, I think you had like, you were supposed to come like the before and you had like kind of. I don't know, like some like your dates kept changing or whatever, which was fine. But I was just like, "Cool, like let me know when you're gonna be here." And then you were yeah, there, my, and I was couchless. Yeah. I say in my defense, but like, yeah, I'm not really sure.
1: I mean, it's partly like it's <laughs> like you said, my dates totally kept changing and yada yada. I mean, you're giving me a free place to stay, like hell yeah, you know. I, I know. mean, and I also partly like I'm really mostly going there to see my grandpa but I kind of actually extend my time in Philly so I can like hang out with you. Cause you're like, you know what I'm like, okay, cool. Like while I'm there, I'll hang out with Olivia. I'll block out some time. So I really was kind of like going there to see you also to see Philly, but I was just like, sure. Sign me up, you know? And then, um, so I remember I got in a little bit late and like you had to be up in the morning Yeah, I'm sleeping in your bed and I just like couldn't sleep because, you know, when you're first sleeping in the same bed as a new person.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But like, I don't know, dude, I think also I have to say, like, after all those that time in South America and like, just like, I don't know, sleeping in these dorm rooms all the time with like so many people, I know you've done the same thing, but I feel like. I, not really, actually. My boundaries were like way off. Like, I mean, my <laughs> I, I just, I didn't have that anymore. Like you could throw <laughs> me down on a mattress in like a totally unknown place with unknown people. And I would just, I would just go to sleep at that point. I don't know. So like Good for me, for like, sleeping in the same bed with someone like who <laughs> I'm not super close with, I guess wasn't a thing I, it might be more for me now like I think I've more gone back yeah. towards the mean like I know what you're saying but I just think at that time I was like uh.
1: I think it was just like I felt bad. like I couldn't sleep because I like, just felt bad and I just like you know felt your presence and it, I like didn't know you that well it's not like really you know what I mean it's like <laughs> You're like the friend of a friend who, like, I'd hung out with a few times. It's you know? so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, but we had, like, so, we had, like, you know, hung out for like two days. And um, yeah. by the second night, I was total. I just slept on the floor in your living room and I was like so comfortable. Like, cause that's my, like, I can sleep anywhere. Like, I can sleep on a floor very comfortably. Right. Right. I, cause I like hard mattresses anyway. Um, <laughs> so I should have just done that to begin with. But, Um, we, I, yeah, so we just, we spent just like so much time talking and I remember bringing up number five.
0: Yes. Yeah. I remember this too. And
1: yeah. What was like your reaction? Like what do you, what do you remember of that?
0: I thought, well, I mean, I guess I kind of knew number five and I definitely knew about your guys' relationship because I was in and, in and around, you know, during that mm-hmm. time. And I don't know, you, you guys had a sort of memorable relationship for me. I don't know if I had gossiped a lot with our Probably. mutual friend or whatever, you know, because I think she had gone through it with you, <laughs> yeah. sort, you know, in some yeah. ways. Yeah. And so for me, it, and I still have a very like vivid picture of him and stuff. And so I was kind of like, and because I also had such a intense first love, you know, experience Mm -hmm. or whatever. I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, it didn't strike me me as pretty normal that you would still be in love with him. And you're like, I might still be in love with number five. And I was kind of (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, that'll happen, you know? Yeah. And you were very receptive of it. I didn't think it was that crazy. You, it seemed like you were dealing with like, how is this even possible? You know? And I was kind of like, I mean, I also could relate to that. I think because I was trying to, I was having a really hard time getting over number 13. And so I I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, these things just, unfortunately, there's no rushing it. Like it could take. Decades. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this was during your like E-Harmony phase, if I remember correctly. E-Harmony. OkCupid,
0: okay, Cupid, sorry. A little sorry. respect. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do not track me like that. Um, sorry, sorry. That was on e Can you fucking imagine? Okay. Um I know for some people it's like the same thing, but they you just have to understand it was very different in Philly at this time. Yeah. I don't know why. Philly was keeping Okay Cupid alive. And I feel like they
1: have come back yeah I think I saw a commercial for them recently anyway Um, yeah I yeah so you were really receptive of it and like honestly I feel like that it wasn't just that but um, the, the ability to have that conversation and for you to kind of like understand the power of this relationship in my life like I feel like you kind of like became a close friend during this visit. Mm-hmm. Like I think you and yeah, I were just kind I of like. I you to sleep in my bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. I don't really know like what clicked, but I think we were just like we have a lot in common, and then you added me to your call schedule
0: after that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. We, no, I felt super yeah. connected to you too because I was showing you like some, some. um writing projects I was working on and you were like super um, encouraging and like had really good ideas about them. And then you started and then you were like, um, then you were like hiring me to, then you were like my Mm -hmm. editor for like a second. I mean, not (laughs) you were my editor, but you would have like extra (laughs) work from your job that I was, I started to do and stuff like that. So then Mm -hmm. we were talking more. That's true. Yeah. For that reason too.
1: Yeah. But I also feel like like soon after that, you moved to Barcelona and I went back to Colombia eventually. And like we kind of kept in contact through that, you know, like like Mm -hmm. while both being expats and like I think just had sort of parallel experiences that way. And I think it it was like like it was kind of like we just had good chemistry in the sense that like we could talk about like I mean, like listen to us, you know.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you been listening?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it just felt like we could kind of like get each other on a lot of levels.
0: Yeah, definitely. We had like on the real pretty similar lives too.
1: Yeah. Similar lives. We're both writers. And then the, like the relational level, which is like, that's the, the literally the amalgamation of like the podcast, basically. That's that. Yeah. That combination ended up being this. So,
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, um, Yeah. And I think, I guess, I guess just like one more thing on that is just like even me telling my experience of dating number five and you like listening to it, that was like a precursor to the podcast in a way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's true. I mean, it was always super easy to, to talk about that stuff with you, especially like the sort of, you know, embarrassing kind of I can't believe I feel this way or I can't believe I did this thing mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you know, because um, we both have Mars and cancer, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it also like there's, it, it,
1: exactly, there was like this, com- it's this combination of just being like, I'm going to listen and like be on your side, but I'm also going to recognize that this is a story with in which all the characters are imperfect. Right. <laughs>
0: you <know? It's>
1: definitely. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what makes it interesting. Yeah, exactly. So, um,
1: yeah, so I went back to Montana, um, and I hooked up with a guy who had always like been, he was just like a townie and he'd always like tried to flirt with me. I don't know if that's the right description. I mean, he's a musician. He hangs out in that circle and like we, he just always aggressively flirted with me and was always like, oh, yeah, but we're going to, you know, but we're going to get married or I don't know, something like that. Or like, I love you or, you know, just like very <laughs> intense. And so I, we tried, We went on a date. I kind of expected it to be better, but like, I kind of just felt like we didn't have that much chemistry. But mm-hmm. I did. I liked him. We hooked up, whatever. I broke it. my, I, like, I got to Missoula, got bored, and then I broke my little I broke my Your little hiatus. Ad, my hiatus. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> my several month hiatus. So,
0: um, Fair and up. then we all have uh, horny I sometimes. S- That's like the theme of my next story.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And another person I hooked up with, um, was this guy I had dated in college for a period in time. Um, I don't even know how to like describe him. Um, but I dated him right, like basically after number five and I broke up. Okay. And he was like, he was older. He was like my English teacher or something like that. Like not my English teacher. He's like my English TA.
0: Oh. <laughs> Do you remember him? Gosh, like super vaguely. Was he like one of the 13 A, Bs or Cs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it.
1: Good mm-hmm. memory. Good memory. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. He, and by the way, we never hooked up while he was my TA. So it was very above board. Anyway. Not here um, he was like back in town and yeah, it's just, it was just weird. Cause I was like, it just felt like he was in like slightly more of a dark place. And Oof. I felt like I had more of the upper hand. Cause I remember when we first dated, I just felt so young and kind of like inexperienced.
0: So whatever.
1: I, it, I felt like, wow. I felt like I was really outgrowing Missoula at this point in time.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> she said for the seventh time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um. I I felt like I had, it was weird because I felt like I had no other place that felt like my home base. Right. Except for Columbia. Mm -hmm. It was like the place that kind of felt like I had felt the most at home in a while. So, um, yeah, so it was time to go back and I did. Um, But one of my last nights in Missoula, I hung out with some rafting friends and ended up like hooking up with that rafting friend from the beginning of the story. The young one. The young one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah,
1: so months later, um, he sent me this like sweet little message that was just like updating me on his life, which was really cute. And I didn't see it for a while. Um, For some reason, it took me forever to respond for reasons that you'll find out later. Um, But... But yeah, we just never really talked again after that, and I never, I haven't even seen him. But I just like wish him well. Um, yeah, and yeah, he's just he's sweet. Like, I feel like we had a connection for sure. Anyway, right. When I went back to Colombia, I I stayed in a hotel for my first night for some reason. Um, just like while my Airbnb was better, I just knew I'd be tired. And I was like, I'm treating myself. I'm going to stay in a nice hotel. I was like making a lot of money at this point in time.
0: Yeah, um, I don't remember that. I remember Father Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like, I like make more money now, but I like spend, like I live in, have such higher living expenses. That was the thing is like, life yeah. was cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: the, you don't have yeah. to make a lot of money to be rich when you're yeah. I guess. Yeah, I exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and
1: um so I re- I called up number um oh my god, number 29. Right?
0: Of course. Like I was just like,
1: "Hey, I'm coming in." He's like, "Okay, I'm going to come meet you in your hotel." Okay. And so yeah, so he shows up is the door. Is that what you wanted? And- yeah, that is what I wanted. It just I didn't feel like it was the beginning of me feeling like where do I go? Like, what's my, where's my home? Right. Like, where's my like yeah. spot? You know, I'm mm-hmm. a Taurus moon after all. Like, yes, you I, are. Let I love forget. adventure, but I do, I, I'm just starting to feel a little bit like, where do I fit? Like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. And you know, he, yeah. he did, he was sort of my last semblance of feeling that kind of, sure. Not, I don't want to say belonging, but just like a sense of home. And so I was like, yeah. I called him up. I was like, all right, yeah, come here. And then he was just talking about this like girl that he had dated while we were apart. And, you know, it like, and then he was like excited to see me, but I was just like, I can't fall into this again, basically. You know, I was just Got like, it. I think this yeah. is over. So I go to this. <laughs> You're like, thanks for coming by to <laughs> confirm. <laughs> yeah. this is. Did you sleep together? We yet? did. did, yeah, you we, did. we did, we okay. did, we did. But yeah, I... Yeah. And then I just kind of like, I literally I kind of feel bad because I, I basically just just totally shut him out <laughs> after that. Like I was yeah. just like, I can't be around you slash have you in my life. I think I was a little mad that he was like talking about this other girl when we were like hooking up. You know what I I Yeah,
0: it's, it's not like great. at least have
1: the like decency to I don't know.
0: You know what I mean? Is he trying to make you feel maybe, jealous something? Maybe. Um Yeah. Not a good yeah. look. So anyway, um, um da, da, da.
1: yeah. So I go to um this Airbnb where I meet um my like my roommate at the time who ended up becoming a really, really good friend, um, who is a tall Dutch man. Um <laughs> and okay. um, yeah, and it was just kind of like I just instantly was like, this is I love this place because it's just, again, it's just such a magical place. Like these huge, Medin. amazing trees. Yeah, Medine. huge, amazing trees. And the weather is just like perfect. And it just, there's so uh, much like yeah. commotion in the streets in like a good way. And, you know, there's like people walking around selling things and it's just like a, I feel like it's just a magical place. So um, I yeah, instantly just kind of so felt cool. better. Like I instantly was like, okay, I made the right decision. And so I start going mm-hmm. to my uh, co-working space um, and um, I like had had this idea for a project that was basically like a spinoff of the, the Millennial Search for Meaning. And if you'll remember, I had um, talked to a designer who worked at my co-working space about having mm. him make a logo for this. So I do kind of, remember. yeah, a week or so, but a, you know, a little bit before this trip, I had actually reached out to him and said, I would love to um, get this going. And we talked a little bit. And then I think I'd said, oh, well, I'm coming back to Medellin so we can talk in person. And um, so I reached out to him. I was like, we should have a little meeting. He was like, okay, come to this bar. And at this time, you know, or, or like, it was like a meeting at like, you know, 5 p.m. or something like that. And he was like. Mm-hmm. where do you want to meet? And I was like, I don't care, wherever works for you. And he was like, how about this little like cerveceria, you know, little beer, uh-huh. beer shop. Right. Uh-huh. And we just talk and, and he, I remember he's joking. Cause like I had like gotten a, some tattoos while we were apart and he's like, Oh, you know, you're such a Yakuza and you know, like, a- <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we just, we were talking, There's definitely like some flirtation and we, we were talking with the logo and, um you know, he was like sketching out some ideas. But then we just like started, sh- you know, shooting the shit and having some beers. Right. That was, let's be honest. Uh-huh. That's what we were there for. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And if you don't remember this guy, like, you know, he's like really cute. He has like dimples, like beautiful, beautiful curly hair. Um, Like I mm. absolutely loved his hair. And then these, you know, cute glasses that he would sometimes wear and sometimes not wear. So that's the best kind of glasses wear, in my opinion. Um, Uh, When your glasses are like an accessory, like I could, I was never like that, you know. Um, I, at the time, (laughs) actually wore glasses. Um, I had started wearing them permanently (laughs) for the last couple years because my eyes just couldn't handle contacts anymore. So um, that is relevant to the story. I know it sounds like such a random detail, but...
0: (laughs) Yeah, but we'll tuck it away for the future. It's
1: relevant. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so he's like, uh, he's like, all right. So the, you know, the meeting was over basically. And I was like, oh, I'm actually going to go to like, I was like, well, do you have any like plans after this? And he's like, no, I don't. Do you? And I was like, well, I was going to go to this meetup. And he's like, okay, I'll go with you. So we went to the meetup and we're just like sitting next to each other at the meetup, talking to like all these people. And I think we just felt just immediately just like super at ease, um, we both kind of like talked about this moment later and just where we were like yeah, it just kind of felt like second nature to just be hanging out with each other and with other people. Like we both just I think just really gravitated towards each other and just uh-huh. felt like a really like dynamic duo. Okay. Yeah, you were like owning the yeah, room. Yeah, we were like owning the room essentially, basically. And we're we're very um you know, he's he's just he's a very um like he like as I described last time, he's very like whimsical, he's funny, um very talkative, he's the kind of person who just tells the story and everyone like pays attention, kind of um mm, yeah, yeah it's hot. and um we ended up we had you know a couple different drinks, and we ended up going to a salsa bar, and um nice. we had our first kiss. <laughs> I'm like giving so much away Sexy. at this point in time. Um, but yeah, we had both just like known it was going to happen. Cause just the whole night, it just kind of just felt like we were in the right place. Like we, we fit together. We were very, Mm -hmm. our energies really vibed. Um, and I was just kind of feeling like I'd like manifested him because I'd been picturing this, you know, fun, bright, lively, artistic soul as somebody. Yeah. So true. And it just, he, you know, he, he really just made our first couple of weeks together so magical. Like, he was always, like, making me little cartoons and, you know, sending them to me. And we would always, like, you know, go go on these, like, two-hour lunches. And we had, like, a fun adventure plan, like, every day. You know, just... He, he really, oh like, God, threw himself so into it. And so did I, you know.
0: I remember the cartoons.
1: Yeah. I really wish I'd saved some of them, actually. Um, I wonder if he has them somewhere. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had moved into well okay before I moved into the co- my, I, I was in this Airbnb just like temporarily and um, I had decided to get an eye surgery and this was only like a couple weeks after we started hanging out I like knew I really liked him but I I was like who knows anything could happen right and I sure. had wanted to get um, LASIK in Columbia um, and and Basically, my friend was supposed to come with me, but then he couldn't at the last second. And so um, number 30 did. And it was he just Uh thought it was the most fun thing ever to, like, take care of me. And he was like, he like, feed me. And, you know, because you have to leave, your eyes have to be covered for 24 hours afterward. And anyway, so I was
0: just kind of like. That's so vulnerable. Yeah, like. Like, with somebody that you don't know that well, but, like, he made it comfortable. Yeah, I think I, like, at first,
1: I think I'd thought that he was kind of like a player and, like, I had that fear to some extent, but no, he was like all in. Like, he was like, I'll be here for you, you know, that kind of a thing. Like, he was very, um, wow. Yeah. He was like down to like have a relationship, basically. He was down to be there in that sense. Of, I don't know how yeah. to like describe it, but he was all in.
0: I think that's how you would describe it. He was all it. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I moved to, and you were and you were kind of looking for that.
1: I think I was. Because like I said, I, yeah, I think I was looking for that. Because like I said, I had, I was looking for that type of a person. But also like I felt not, you know, like I didn't have a place in the world. And all of a sudden, I kind of felt like I had a place in the world.
0: You know, mm-hmm.
1: for like yeah. the person, having a person in the world was helping me feel like I had a place in the world. And Medellin was also just, it was, it really just like welcomed me with open arms. So I moved to a co-living space and like instantly made friends with like my two roommates. And, um, you know, we just started hanging out with um, with them a lot together and um, with a bunch of yeah. uh, number 30s friends and with a bunch of like expats as well. So kind of this like big group people and he would take us on downtown tours and we just ha- kept, we're having a ton of fun. Like I was having so much fun that like yeah. I didn't really care about you know my project anymore. Like I just wanted to be present and like be living because it it had felt like for a while yeah. I was just trying to figure things out and I wanted to stop trying to figure things out and just be in the moment. Mhm. Yeah. Great. Um, Great times. But so it was about it was a few weeks into our trip or a few weeks into me being there, and one thing that we knew was happening was there was somebody who was coming to visit me. Um, So I hadn't really mentioned this guy before, but when I was on my East Coast trip visiting my friend who lives in Boston, um, I had met her friend of a friend. And we had kind of like hit it off. We'd like made out and then we kind of kept talking. Um, Okay. And he had told me that he wanted to come visit me in Columbia at some point. And this was like before I even left for Columbia for this time around. right? Um, Uh And so I... Knew he was coming. And then, and I I also knew, like, clearly, it's like, we've made out. We've been talking. There's probably something here, right? Meanwhile, I met right. number 30. So, but mm-hmm. we knew this was happening. I told number 30 this. You know, he was very gracious. Um, he was totally fine with it. Uh, you know, he, he kind of, he just, like, understood the situation. But as the trip comes closer we start to feel more and more like we're kind of falling for each other and I remember like the night before he came it just kind of felt like we were both like okay well like see you when he like kind of unsure like we'll see you when it's this is over right or you know kind of like you're gonna let me go do my thing and then we're gonna see how we feel but I think we were both kind of like I'm gonna miss you you know kind of like (laughs)
0: yeah that's so weird it's such a weird situation to be in did you not feel like you could did you feel like you wanted to hook up with this guy or did you not feel like you wanted to like set it up with him as like this is gonna be a platonic visit I guess I'll just let you tell the story I did tell
1: him I said by the way I've met somebody and um, Mm -hmm. you know we've been kind of hanging out and I just want you to know that before you come and right okay, yeah cool
0: that's
1: nice but i also like didn't know like it's number 30 and i hadn't said like we're in love we hadn't said we're exclusive you know anything like that so right it's early days right it's very early days it's like a couple of weeks into our, our us hanging out so right yeah I, I didn't know how i was gonna feel i knew that i i yeah. like really did like the guy who was coming to visit um I, right. I did like, I really <laughs> did. Like I really like vibed with him and he was like going to journalism school and he was really smart. And I thought that we like really got each other on like a lot of levels as well. Uh-huh. So I think I was like, I don't know. I'm not ruling it out, right? So he, the guy got here and um, I like met him. I took him, we were gonna like meet at this hotel and you know, I, was, I had like, I was like trying to plan this, you know, fun trip for him. And the second I saw him, I was like, I'm in love with number 30. <laughs> ah, I love it. It wasn't, it wasn't so much that I wasn't in love with him. <laughs> it was just like, it's just, I just knew that it was hard to compare the feelings that I had, you know? Right. Or it wasn't that I didn't like totally. him. It was just, I was already under number 30's spell,
0: basically. Yeah, you were on like a total high. Exactly. Like, like with this other thing that was going on and you were like, this fucking guy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, even though he's a like poor guy, you know, not his fault at all. But I I totally know what you mean.
1: Yeah. And it was cute because so we went out to dinner and then we like, you know, um, went to sleep. We actually had just I just got us one hotel room. I don't. <laughs> Amazing. And so we like, I feel like, again, it was like he wanted to hook up and I was like, I can't. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, because is that what you had said back in Boston, too? Because you're like, I'm on a hiatus. Yeah, basically.
1: Basically, basically. Amazing. So I think he, but we, would like, made out a lot in Boston. I think he knew, I think he thought we were definitely going to hook up. And clearly I did, too, because I booked us one hotel room. So, <laughs> anyway. Oh, my such God. such an idiot. Anyway, um, so, like, I, I woke up the next morning, and I, like, texted number 30, and he had, like, sent me this, like, voice note of, him already like thinking about like he was telling me this like long story of he'd been out with his friends and I think he had a chance to like kiss a girl or something but he didn't because he loved me and you know we both kind of like said that we oh loved each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we would both kind of had a similar moment <laughs> is what it Aww, like yeah it was really so cute, cute right um and yeah so I told my friend about it and you know he totally understood because he's a good friend um and he was like, this uh-huh. does suck, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't what I had in mind. It's but... not what I had planned, but um, I, I get it. And I'm happy for you. And he, he just basically <laughs> spent the next two weeks just feeling like the biggest cuck in the world,
0: essentially. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. Because, like, did you guys all hang out well, after
1: the first that? week? We went on a trip. Um, we went to the south of, or sorry, um, the north of Columbia. Um, and I we had actually gone to this place called New Key that is, um, it's like super remote. And I, what I didn't realize at the time is they don't have like ATMs there. And we didn't mm-hmm. bring enough cash. So we had to Ooh. fly back early. Um, so it was kind of like, <laughs> it was just like a fucking fail <laughs> of me not oh, doing man. my research. Um, and so- and we've done like a bunch of other things. Eventually though, we started hanging out with number 30. And um, actually my friend has like, is like also a writer and he's like written about this experience. And um, that's actually a, one of the lines from his, from an essay he wrote about it. He said, I was, you know, he's like, we met number 30, he was awesome. You know, we, and then we went on, like we hung out with him and it was clear, you know, he was just, he's just one of those people who just, does every like is just hilarious and handsome and you know and he's like I was getting cucked everywhere they were always making out
0: you know oh (laughs) my god I want to read it 30 is very
1: (laughs) he's very like touchy-feely right he didn't he didn't miss a chance to make out with me so anyway (laughs) I'm sorry for my friend but the good news is is that we um after he, he did end up having a really good trip and um we kept talking for years and we're still friends he lives in New York actually so yeah
0: so then number can you link to his essay is that too much
1: you'd probably be fine with it honestly link (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then so I'm sorry for everyone listening this is gonna be a bit of a longer episode I maybe shouldn't have lumped these together but I promise that it's there's, there's some really interesting parts that just feel like they fit with this story so it felt weird to separate them so um,
0: Sometimes you got to so do So what
1: What really started happening, so we're in December now and I all of a sudden realize, so you know, my friend left, number 30 and I can be together, yay, right? And then I realized uh-huh. that my visa has expired and I basically have to leave Columbia and re-enter and I have to leave on December 24th and I can't re-enter until January 1st.
0: Yeah. And my family's like,
1: oh, so that means you're going to be home for Christmas? I was like, No. <laughs> I was like I just left Montana I'm not coming back Um, so I don't even know why (laughs) I did this but I was like I I think I just I think I I do do know why I did this (laughs) but like the place where a lot of people would go renew their visa was Panama do you guys know Ah, who lives in Panama does
0: someone live in Panama?
1: (laughs) indeed indeed a recurring character recurring cast member in fact (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so number five I lived in Panama, and I had like written him off. Like we we had started talking when I was on my little East Coast trip, and then of course he just grown distant, you know. Um, it, like yeah. he just is like, would he? As you guys know, his pattern he goes from I'm gonna talk to you all the time to I'm just gonna be like completely non responsive, and. He mm-hmm. was—he had gotten completely non-responsive, and I was like, "Fuck this person!" Like, I just—I'm over you, right? And then I went to Columbia, and I'm at number thirty, and life was amazing, and I had made all these friends, and I just felt like I love where I'm at right now, right? And but yeah. <laughs> really, like, I—the universe is like perfect. <laughs> right? I kind of felt like the universe was like telling me, "Girl, you need some fucking closure if you're gonna start this new relationship. This is like potentially the love of oh. your life." you got to make sure that things are closed off with number five, the original love of your life. Interesting, interesting read. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's how I was reading into it. It just felt too coincidental. Um, so I asked number five if he would be there. He said he would be. Um, he was going to fly back in to Panama for part of it. So he wasn't going to be there for the first couple days. And I said, okay, like, do you want to hang out? I don't even know. (laughs) I think he, I think I found, I think found out later he is, but like, he won't, like, it's like, yeah, he just, the thing about talking to him. It's not that he would just tell you. It's not that you would know. Exactly. Like, it's, it's all about just let's pretend that we're friends, basically, kind of a thing. Let's not talk about anything that is actually consequential, right? Right. Um, yeah, and I said, um... I wanted to talk and I was like, would you like meet up and you know, can we like see each other? And he was like, sure. And I, I mm-hmm. forget like, you know, how he responded, but he was like, sure. So I flew in, I spent Christmas alone in a hotel room, eating room service and chilling by the pool. And you know, I was really just like killing time because nice. I realized as when I was there that I was like, it was, you know, it was fun to be there. Um, but it was also like high tourist time. So a lot of like tours and things were full and, I just was in a lot of like hotels that were in, you know, the El Casco, you know, like the old part of the city were full, like the cool part. And so I was basically Mm -hmm. just in this like big, you know, Latin American city, just kind of biding my time a little bit. Like I was like, if I'm being honest, the reason I'm here. for this big like
0: reunion. Yeah.
1: I'm basically here for number five. I'm basically here to lay this thing to rest. And I'm I, I tried. <gasps> I'm gonna. I did try to go on like some tours throughout the rest of Panama, and you know, do a little bit of traveling. But it was it was honestly just like a little bit hard with things being really booked up. Um, that time it was I don't know why it was just, it felt like things were really busy, and I didn't really feel like I had like a way to get places or time to travel to a different part of the country. So anyway, I was just chilling in Panama City. <laughs> then, okay, there you And were. then um, number five gets back into town. And the day he's supposed to get back, I'm like all nervous, you know. And then he texts me and he says, hey, I'm actually super tired. Can we grab lunch instead? I, I, for, I don't know what we were supposed what? to do. I think we we're supposed to do like dinner or something. Can we just grab lunch tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know why that annoyed me so much. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I mean, cuz that's not that's I mean, can we just grab lunch tomorrow <laughs> is like not the climactic like reuniting. It's been years yeah. since you've seen this person and you and you have never stopped thinking of them in in very recent history you wondered if you were still in love and so yeah, yeah like can we just grab lunch tomorrow it's like fuck I you. wasn't expecting us to like get back together but at the very least I was expecting him
1: to be like my old friend like I'm so excited to like show you around the city or like hang out with you for a couple days you know like I wasn't expecting like can we take can we I'll take an hour and a half out of my day <laughs> right. right but I mean yeah. I was grabbing lunch could have meant anything it could have been like let's have a daytime hang or whatever but you know <clears throat> It wasn't like that. Like it was very, I'm going to hold you at a distance. And I think I, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I flew all the way here. I would like to see, you. like, I feel like that's, I don't know. I somehow was just like, fuck that basically. And and he was like, okay, let's meet for a drink. And um, I, at this, I, at this time, it is crucial for me to mention that number 30 is also supportive of this trip. Like he knows I can't be in Columbia he knows I should go get closure. And he's like, you go get your closure because you're going to need it. Because I'm going to like <laughs> wipe this shit out of you. <laughs> that was basically what he said. He's like, I know that like we are amazing and I can't wait to be with you. And I just want to be with you. And I, okay, I want amazing. you to be, yeah. I want you to I be like, it.
0: go get your, I closure. want you to get your
1: loose ends wrapped up. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 because I'm gonna need all of your attention right exactly um
1: and when I after I like such I you know he was talking to me a lot um while I was traveling and I think I was like crying after number five was like let's get lunch because I was just like a lot of pent-up emotions and he was just so supportive he sent me this like So uh, one thing I haven't mentioned um, that he would do that was really cute was he would make these like quote unquote podcasts with all these like sound effects using his voice note app. So it would be like he would like (laughs) narrate something and then he'd like play all these little like sound effects.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! It was really even. It was so cute.
1: And so he made one called "Fuck Panama." (laughs) <laughs> and he, like, modeled them exactly after um my podcast with, like, the same, like, he'd have a photo that would, like, go with them, like, my podcast does. Oh, my God. Stop. It was cute. And so, it, like, made me laugh, you know, and it made me feel, like, really, like, supported. Can you link? Um, Can you yeah. Link? <laughs> I think I tried to save these somewhere. I hope to God they're saved in the cloud somewhere. But, um, but anyway, oh, so then we met okay. up and, uh, I mean, number five and I, okay. um, it was super awkward and distant. It was dinner. It was drinks. It was we drinks. met at like a little like rum place, you know, um, little uh-huh. place that sold Panamanian rum. And it was like super awkward and di- like, it was very like formal. I was like, oh, and he asked about my family, you know, and we just kind of were like making small talk. Like what's, so, who's so-and-so up to, blah, blah, blah. And right. um, I tried to like bring up stuff related to our relationship. And he's like, I just, he'd like shut down. He's like, I just don't want to talk about it. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then we met up with some of his friends. Um, and we kind of both just like leaned into getting fucked up. Um, number Good, 30 yeah. was like blowing up my phone. Um, he'd asked everyone at the party like he was he was at to record a video saying, I love you, Mariah, to support me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it was really cute. Like he was up, like there would be like a person being like, I love you, Mariah. Like, I think it was um, Tayamo Maraya. Yeah, it was Tayamo Maraya. Uh-huh. Right? It was really cute, uh-huh. and then everyone would be like Tayamo Maraya. You know, it was really, it was adorable. <laughs> um, and you know, I think number five had like had gotten some below, so we we got that into the mix, which may not may or may not have been perfect. Good. <laughs> perfect.
0: That's just what was missing.
1: Um, and yeah, and. Like it, I kind of. Maybe it is though, you know, it kind of loosens up the tongue. Very much so, very much so. And there was a moment when like his friends got up and like went and like ordered a drink or something. And I was like, I, I was like, you know, I really, I forget exactly what I said. The whole night is a blur, but I was like, I was like, I really just wanted to like get some closure or I brought something up and I think I like started crying. And he like yelled or he kind of like sternly like reproached me. And, mm-hmm. um, I started crying and then he started like, he kept just like being like, he's like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you bringing all this past shit up? Like, why are you here? You're like, you he's like, you're around my friends, blah, blah, blah. He was just like being really harsh oh to me. God. And I don't remember what was said because like I said, it was, it was a total blur. Um, yeah. But it, and it just like really hurt my feelings basically. It was just like, he was just very harsh. Like he was very hard on me. I I felt, you know, like, yeah. And it was clear that like, he was very bitter toward me. Like that really just highlighted, like he was, you know, I was a villain in his story is kind of how it felt to me to some extent. Jeez. And um, so one of his friends was actually kind of like flirting with me a little bit. And um, I was
0: kind of into her. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Let's just re- let's just do a repeat of the last time you guys hung out. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know
1: if you like picked up on that, but um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we went dancing and I kind of just started dancing in general. And there were like guys in the mix. Not I wasn't like dancing with guys, but like I started dancing. There were other guys there. And I remember he stepped sure. in. And kind of, like, blocked me from the other men and just started dancing with me. (laughs) Like, so that I wouldn't be close to other men in front of him. It was so weird. I was like, why? I was like, well, if you don't care, if, you know. But, of course, he
0: cares. Uh, It's true. true. Ah, I know. Like, what do we do? I know, but I wasn't, like, going to, like. If he didn't care, he would never be, like why are you doing this to me?
1: You know, I wasn't I mean? going to like make out with anybody or like hook up with anybody. But I mean, who knows, maybe. Right, you would never. I know, I was like, who knows, <laughs> maybe I would.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just referencing like, because the last time you saw him, if people didn't listen to that episode, you hooked, maybe allegedly hooked up with his English teacher <laughs> or something in front yeah, of him, exactly. right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Basically, um, his like high school English teacher or something like that. Yeah. so <laughs> Who we randomly became oh, friends with in, in uh, Guatemala. So yeah, it's true. And But the thing is, is like, I wanted to like clear the air with all that stuff. Like, I think even one of the things I said to him when I was trying to bring up and get some closure was like, I'm sorry for everything that happened. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to yeah. apologize. Like, I was under no illusions that I had done nothing wrong, basically. I was like, I fucked up in a lot of ways. I... I want to move on. I want to apologize. And, um, yeah. And he just, anytime I tried to talk about it, he would just freak out. So anyway, at one point I remember we're standing in this kind of like separate room in the bar, um, where there's like less people and we are just talking. And I was just like, I just feel like I like miss having you in my life. And I felt, and I said, I miss, I feel like our friends all feel like we miss you. I don't know that that's like a, a little side narrative, I guess. But, um, And Mm -hmm. he, he was like, I'm right here. I'm always here, you know, and he was really defensive. Um, But he was also like, I think he was trying to like, that was him trying to give me some closure. He was like, you know, he's Mm like, I I always care about you and everyone else. But it wasn't like about me. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like the closure from our relationship. Right. Like I wish like what I wish I'd been able to like express is just like how impactful he was on my life. And maybe I did say some of those things, but I don't remember him being like, yeah, you were impactful on my life, too, in a positive way. Or you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm just his crazy ex-girlfriend, which is fair, but it's also like it's not. I don't know if that really fully
0: encapsulates my essence. Like I wasn't out there to like destroy his life. I know, I know, and He but he took everything so fucking personally. Yeah, and also, but also, he did some really crazy things, too. I mean, it wasn't— That's what I mean. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like, you guys were both, like, you were so young, and you were so dangerous, you know? You both yeah, were. Yeah, we really fucked things each other. up,
1: and yeah. Anyway, um, so then he decided it was time for me to go home, and he called me a gap. <laughs> and I remember I just like tried to like kiss him like on the cheek in like a friendly way and he kind of like pulled away (laughs) jeez oh
0: god
1: (laughs) and then he said we'd hang out again I think we said we'd hang out again but he like avoided me the rest of my time um so a little coda to the story is I woke up and I had like booked this. I was like, I have to leave the city. I need to go do something. So I booked this like expensive tour the next day because it was the only thing that was like not booked up. And um, right. I woke up the next day with the phone to my hotel room, like <laughs> to my ear, because apparently they tried to give me a wake up call oh, God. and I totally missed my tour. And I was so <sighs> depressed and sad and just uh, miserable, like from that whole experience and just how it had gone down. And I called Coming down from yeah
0: the, from the Panamanian. Cocaine. I decided I like, I, I it imagine. was horrible. Yeah, I was
1: like I'm going to the beach. I um, called a cab and I was like, can you take me to the beach? And then um, I started talking. It was like an hour long trip, so it was like a ways away, you know. And um, it was okay. like it was like an endeavor, you know. <clears throat> and I had, and I was in no position to like take a bus, you know, and. Like, I was just in no <laughs> frame of mind. Like, I just felt like total dog shit. Yeah, I gotcha. And um, so I started talking to the taxi driver on the way there. Um, and we just started talking about, you know, relationships and life. And and then we, hu- we hung out together, like, on the beach. And we kind of just, like, became buds. <laughs> what? He was, like, a younger guy. I mean, like, I want to say he was, like, 32 okay. or something like that.
0: It was just like, right. Okay. Hard, and know. I guess like he wanted to take you back. So he wasn't going to like drive all the way. Yeah, I was back. like, can you wait with me? Like,
1: I was like, how much? Like, we had negotiated before we left, like, how much it was. I think it was like 100 bucks or something like that.
0: I got it. Okay. So this was like a day long. It, it was, yeah, supposed- yeah, yeah. He was there for
1: the day yeah, with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was supposed <laughs> to be a couple hours. Or I think I had even said, like, maybe I'll get another taxi or something. And then, and then he was like, I'll stay with you for X dollars or something. I was like, sure. And then Got yeah, it. so we're like, I'm like drinking, I'm like drinking my sorrows away. <laughs> and then he's like, like on our way back to the city, I was, we're just uh, by this point, I'm sitting in the front of the.
0: Of desk. course, yeah. <laughs> 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 we're just going
1: down, going down the highway. W told him like the whole story. Yeah, of Yeah, I told him the entire story. <laughs> I told him every, everything. I told this man everything. And like, to be fair, like we're having a, you know, we're having a great time. We're talking about life. Um, yeah, it's all good. And, and, um, I'm like, oh, well, what should we do? You know, it's new year's day. Um, and we start going down this like side road and then we find this little, like, you know, basically like a little tienda on the side of the, um, road. In kind of in the jungle a little bit, and we stop at the tienda, and the, this family like welcomes us. The people who own the tienda, they're like welcome. They're like happy New Year. They had this like, you know, this doll um, that they that they dress up, and then they'll burn on New Year's Eve. I don't know if you've ever seen one of the like, um, what are they, uh-huh. muñeca de del año, um, del año viejo. That's what they call it. Okay. And um, anyway, so they were like telling me all about that. And we all just like drank a shit ton together. And then we're just like hanging out with this family for like two hours. Amazing. And they like introduced me to Amazing. everyone in the family, like the grandma, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, of course. And yeah. we're just all having a great Incredible. time. Um, And then they're like, you guys should come back tonight. And I was like, okay, but we got to go get back to the city. And then we went back to the city. And I was like, I really want to do like a ceremony. And I wrote all these things. We went to this little like park um, and I went I wrote down these things I didn't want to carry with me into the new year, and one of them was thinking about number five, and I burned them.
0: This is still with your friend. Still with my taxi this driver is with friend. Your... Yeah. Okay, incredible. And you went to yeah. And I think he thinks
1: <laughs> and you went at to this park. point. It's become a little bit clear to me that he thinks he's going to come back to my hotel room with me. He's he's yeah. hasn't been creepy this entire time. Like he's been like he's been right. like a bud.
0: Like he's like a, a nice person. Like I I do. I feel like he has a reason to assume he might come yeah. back to your hotel. I mean. Totally. You know, but I there's no way in hell he that's happen.
1: happening. Um, and I mean, what he doesn't know is that, I mean, I literally was just like, we're just fr- Like I was trying to send out vibes like we're just friends, you know? So I'm like, sure. Ins- sure, there is sure, a reason sure. to assume. But then it's like, I'm trying to send signals that that is like, we're just buds.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I just think like kind of, you know. I can see it from both of your sides. I, I, I feel like here, everyone's Im, Im, unimpeachable so far. <laughs> yeah. But like, I can see why he would think that. I mean, yeah. And I think I
1: like, I think he mentions it a couple of times and I, I'm like, no, no, we're just friends. You know, like I keep saying that. And then, mm-hmm. and then finally I get home and I'm like, oh God, I was ready to be done with that situation when I get back to Oh the my home. God. So you've burned your things. And okay, then, you know, the amazing. next day I'm flying back. I'm like, get me the fuck home, you know? So... I woke up super what like late, time. and then he he was like, "I want to drive to the airport and say goodbye" because he felt like we'd had like a really memorable like existential time together or whatever. It sounds yeah, like you we did. did. But then he like slept in, and he was like, he was just being weird about it. Like he was late, and I had to call another cab, and then he was like freaking out. Yeah. He was like, "No, I really want to take you to the airport." Blah blah blah, and like he was just kind of like got a little too Ooh. intensivo, and oh, he just kept texting intense. me for weeks and like he oh, would like God. he just kept texting me for a really long time and I was just like oh, I kind of had to yeah. just be like dude <laughs> um anyway and so then I get on a flight and I go home to number 30 and he meets me at the airport and we just like start our life together and um
0: it's amazing Oh.
1: Yeah,
0: And did it work? Did the ceremony work? It did. Did
1: It really did. Like, I really felt like I felt a lot of closure from that point in time. I think what that trip really made me realize, and again, I'm sorry for how long of an episode this is, but it definitely is worth a little debrief on this. Um, But what I really learned that I always tell people about that experience is just like, I am still in love with number five. Number five mm-hmm. was an amazing love that I had with an amazing person. Um, But that person no longer exists the way I knew him. It's not that he mm-hmm. is like maybe a different person from what he was, but I guess I'm just saying like treating breakups like a death, I think can be a useful way of looking at it because the person how yeah, that person yeah. was to you is they're never going to exist that way to you ever again. First of all. Yeah. I think also in the case, no, I think so also true. in the case of number five, I did truly feel like he was just a different person. Like, I just really didn't feel like the warmth from him. There were just things that were different yeah. about him. He just seemed so much like harsher and harder. Um, right. Right.
0: And people do change. People do
1: change. And honestly, this is something that a mutual friend had told me that he also felt. So about, about number, number five. five. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also other friends had said that, that he was great. You know, he's doing great. So maybe it's, it. maybe it was just me. Maybe I, I'm trying to, I guess, determine, was it, was he, did he feel different because he was just like not down and because I was like a crazy ex that he was trying to shut out? Or was he truly just like hardened? Right. It was hard for me to gauge. Yeah. But. Hard to say. I do feel like the way he responded to seeing me after all that time. Yeah. Like, I'm not a bad person. And I know I made some mistakes in our relationship, but I don't think anything I ever did was like malicious
0: Right. No, didn't like deserve that. And I yeah. and
1: I blamed myself for it for five years. So I wasn't coming into it right. saying, "Oh, everything I did was right." I was trying to come into it and say, "Like, I'm sorry for how things happened. Like, you know, you were a great love in my life, and I miss you." I wasn't even trying to get back together yeah. with him. I was just trying to continue the, sure. a, a, some type of a deep relationship.
0: I think it just goes to show that, you know, the closure that you eventually get has really nothing to do with the other person. I think we have this idea that we go back and we get closure from someone else. But, you know, there's, I mean, I guess that can happen. Like you guys might've been able to have an amazing conversation, but in my experience, like I have had that amazing conversation. And to be honest, it just makes you kind of, miss the person more like it's good to have yeah it's great to have it when you can when you can do like a full debrief and it's it's helps you in your process i think but um in the long and the short of it like it's really about you to forgive the other person forgive yourself and no you're right put them to rest and that's true write it down and go to the park with this guy you met that day and And burn it, you know, like a little muñeca del año viejo. Yeah, no, I think you're
1: absolutely right. And I think just, just that clarity of like, of like, what was nice about it was I kind of felt like um, seeing him in person as like an older person having so much time go by and, you know, there was so much time where I felt like I was still in love with this real person who was like out there somewhere. That you could find,
0: yeah. If
1: right. but but like realizing that I um, was like that, he he's not out there anymore. Was was very yeah. important, and also with that came the freedom of feeling like I can still be in love with that feeling.
0: I can yeah. still believe right. in
1: and the magic that, that it was. Yeah, like I can still mm-hmm. it can still have been impactful,
0: and I can still miss that person. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't exactly, in and in a way that's not going to hold you back really from anything else or other experiences in life because it's so firmly in the past. Exactly. And it and it like it doesn't have to be yeah, exactly. That's exactly it.
1: Wow. <laughs> It's not the last we'll hear of number five. What? Stop! It no, has it's, to not. Be. it's not. It's not. It's um, not. But
0: what? <laughs> you say that every time. Every time he comes up. Every time it's like and that and he kissed me and whatever and walked out into the dawn. Then you would always go. And that's not the last one here. (laughs) I know, but like, it's so, it just goes to show, it's like, I think what- No, but you can't. What sucks about that
1: situation, he basically acted like everything was my fault is how I felt. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just the way he treated me felt so, like, harsh and, like, rough. Like, he kind of acted like it was just me to blame for all this stuff. And then, but then he'd, he'd do this thing where he'd just check in on me like we're buds. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, um, yeah. So anyway, it's just
0: and like, you it's like number thirteen texting me like last well, week. Like, excuse me, sir. Right, right. Exactly.
1: It's it's I mean, and we'll get like <laughs> let's talk about that in a second. But like, I guess just to just to close up that thought of number five, you know, he was the one who was periodically texting me over the course of five years. If you really felt that harsh about me and you never wanted to see me again, why the hell would you reach out?
0: yeah and honestly like the whole thing like let's just get lunch or let's just da 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 or whatever it's like if you don't want to see someone you just say I don't want to see yeah you. I wish that he had said I mean he I think he I
1: think I had offered to come to Panama before and I think he'd said I don't know if I'm ready for that I, okay. I also think right. he'd said something like along the lines of um I don't know how I'd feel being in the same room as you um and I'm not sure how like something along the lines of I might be attracted to you still. Yeah, like okay. he was like, I don't know. He was I, I should like dig up some of those messages. But um, we had texted. I think I forgot to mention. So when I was back in Montana at the beginning of the story, we had texted a little bit. And um, I'm only just remembering it. But yeah, he just said something like along the lines of like that. He, it just made me feel like he still had feelings for me kind of, you know. So that's right. why it, it felt important to me to like, I want to go to Panama and like see how you really feel. Like, what is the fucking deal?
0: But see, that's what's, I mean, and I think it's great that you did and everything, but what's crazy about him is like, there is no way he really feels about you. It it depends, right? Yeah. On the day, on the week, on the moment in the that you catch Exactly. Him. And like, there's no, that's been the theme throughout the entire relationship is like, he can't seem to figure it out himself. He can't seem to decide. He can't be consistent. He can't be good to you, so.
1: Yeah, and and I think that, um, I mean, maybe it maybe it, it really is that I, like, just hurt him so badly that, like, and he, he also was still in love with this, like, old version of me, just like I was still in love mm-hmm. with this old version of him. But, like, he was scared of putting himself in a position where he could be hurt again. I think he like, he did put it that way at times when we talked. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's fair. But then it's like, but then why keep talking? Like, I, I can't, I can't be friends with somebody who is going to like treat me like shit when I'm in their country. I'm not going to like periodically be like, Hey, what's up? You know what right. I mean? At least don't no. treat me like shit. Like at least treat me like you would treat a friend
0: exactly because like you would never yell at a friend in a bar and be like pull it together yeah like (laughs) stop bringing these things up you'd
1: be like oh my gosh I'm you clearly have some feelings about our past relationship let's talk about it and hug it out so we can both move on
0: right you know what I mean yeah I mean I don't know that that that's a lot to ask I think but I, I still think that you know you can't you don't yell at, at people, and I, well, the only reason I say that's a lot to ask is, like, it's hard to be that present sometimes in the moment. Sure. Like, that's the ideal. But, I mean, you're not allowed to, I guess, just, like, the fact that and he would um, treat you that way, to me, is, like, just an indicator of how complicated his feelings are, because you don't treat people like that when you... Um. Don't feel anything true. for them anymore.
1: Yeah, I know. But like the thing is, any, any of my exes, I would, if they needed closure, if I hadn't, if I'd literally walked out of their house five years before, <laughs> literally right. like left their bedroom and never saw, seen them again, I would totally, if they're in my city, I'd be like, let's get mm-hmm. some fucking closure. Like... You know? Yeah. Or like like even if even if like I if they had really hurt me and I didn't want to see them, I don't know. I feel like I would. Hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. I I think I would do that for somebody who I had like loved and like shared a lot of moments with. And like I can understand if it's like if it's somebody who's like abusive to you, but I was not abusive to him, you know? (laughs) I was like a confused 19 or yeah, like 18 to 21 year old who was also getting like a lot of really mixed signals from him. So I think, yeah. Yeah. No, like it's
0: like, I mean, I just thought that's what you should. And I also
1: just thought like, I think with like what our love felt like, it felt like this like great love, especially that, right. Especially that type of love. Like, you know, yeah. there's the story of like Marina Abramovic and her lover. Um, you know, Marina Abramovic. she's like the performance artist who um, uh-huh. like she did a thing at the at the MoMA where um, people could come and like stare in her eyes for 15 minutes at a time. Oh, yeah. She yeah. and her like ex lover. He was also a performance artist. Um, they decided they were going to break up but they decided to go to the great wall of china and like part ways and never see each other again and then he <laughs> and then he showed up to her um performance with the 15 minutes of staring oh, yeah God. you know it's like it's Wild. like yeah like it's like you pay homage to the fact that you went through this like deep transcendental love together and i know that it was that for him too like i know It was because of how he like fought for it. And it it was that to me. It was, it was this like deep love that we had for each other, this deep like love and respect, right? This thing that shaped Mm -hmm. us and it didn't end well, but that doesn't mean that the love was shitty. And then, and then to like have our moment of, you know, our 15 minutes of looking in each other's eyes again, be like just avoiding looking in each other's eyes. That's like what it felt like. If I could summarize.
0: No, I think that's really well said.
1: Yeah. It it just felt like he was just like afraid. Like he couldn't even get, he couldn't do me the decency of just even, yeah, like he didn't even want to talk about the fact that we were together at one point in time. He just wanted to be like acquaintances that went to That's college, with, which is just like absurd.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> like it, it Like, totally You threw is. rocks just, at my like,
1: window. Like, after we broke up begging me <laughs> to get back like after we'd broken up like three or four times you know you moved oh, to Montana yeah, for no, me totally.
0: yeah I mean you guys have been through so much right. together I mean I think that there's yeah it's interesting because I, I think there's got to be also maybe the right that you have to not see people anymore True. Um, but I think that you can you've got to be Like clear about that. Don't don't just show up and then gaslight the person and be like we were never we were we were never really close. You know, it's like no. If you can't like be good to me and decent to me, then don't see me. You know, don't and don't text me. Don't check in on me periodically. Don't fucking text me. Yeah, that's the thing. Don't hit me
1: up. Don't email me. Because like I I didn't know that that's how it was. Because he would check in with me and then we'd talk for weeks. Right. right? Totally. Yeah, Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I guess I should have believed what he was saying regarding he was like, I don't know how I'd feel being in the same room as you. I don't know if I'd I think it was something like, I don't know if I'd trust myself or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, okay, clearly you have feelings or whatever. But like, I think that's hard hearing that because I was like, I feel the same. Like, I still have feelings. Can we please meet and get some closure and resolve these fucking feelings? but I guess he was saying he didn't want to see me because there was a time when I was like I want to come to visit you in Panama and he was like no so I guess he was saying that Um,
0: but then it's like but then he texts me but then it seems like you were going to be there regardless and maybe he couldn't like quite stay away and then he like regretted it and tried to move it to lunch and you were like absolutely not (laughs) and he was like okay like I will Go spend time with you. But like, he wasn't, he clearly wasn't in a place to do it well. No, you're right. For whatever reason. And
1: that's fair. That is fair. And I understand that. But then it's kind of like, okay, that's you basically saying you don't want a relationship with me at all. So just leave me alone at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Just leave me alone. I still feel like I don't have closure from it because I I feel like, again, it was one of those messy little things that happened in our relationship. It was so our relationship. It was this like.
0: That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Exactly. It sounds exactly
1: like. It was so messy. Yeah, it was so messy and dramatic. And I guarantee like, I like to think that, you know, the person that I dated all those years ago and the person I was in love with if he and I could just meet up and go for a walk and just be like, that was a wild time. These are all the adventures we'd been on. Wow, isn't life crazy? Like, I'm proud of you. You know, you're whatever. Like, yeah. I'm so happy that you're doing something that makes you happy, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what I wanted. Right. Because that's what I expected from that relationship. But then, of course, it turned into this, like, fucking crazy shit, which partly was, I, I would argue, because he was trying to avoid his emotions,
0: Absolutely. No, that's what I was going to say, but that's, that's the crazy thing about like sometimes, and, it, and I've, I don't I was going to say that with men, but honestly, like I've heard of it happening with, you know, my queer friends as well. I don't actually think it's like super gendered, but you have someone who's like super working on their feelings and super in touch with their emotions all the time. And then you have someone who's, who's not and who kind of compartmentalizes and shuts it out and then you do come back together sometimes and you try to have these conversations and like you're at totally different places Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like whoa you're still angry yeah you're still mad about this man like I have done so much work and I've thought about it so much and I've talked to so many of my friends and I've (laughs) journaled about it and I have, you know, I have had so many thoughts and I've put it into podcasts. Yeah, and I, You know what I mean? And it's like, I am so far past where you are right now. Like, I know. It's kind of crazy. And yet you're still in this place where you're just trying to, I don't know, like be in denial or... Or make, or, you know, enact some kind of revenge on me or something. You yeah. Know? And it totally makes me
1: sad to feel like I have to kind of go down in, in like his personal history as as like a villain. When I, like I take responsibility for things that I did. At the same time, I just feel like I was so young and I like, I was like fucking, like I didn't know what I was doing in my life either. Like I never would have been like, I yeah. want to hurt you. You know, um, and right. so I guess that part kind of sucks a little bit because because I'm like, well, you're not really going to give me a chance to, like, redeem myself in your in your eyes, you know. Yeah.
0: So that kind of sucks. No, I see that. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, <laughs> I don't even know how to end that wow. up,
1: but yeah. I mean, it, I feel like all those ones kind of, it was just, it was It was a time. That all happened within a month and a half.
0: Yeah, <laughs> crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. Hard to squeeze. You know, some months and a half, you can squeeze into 30 minutes and some need an hour and 40 minutes. I probably minutes. should have broken that out in hindsight, but it just felt like one continuous story. So... <laughs> Oh, it is. It was great. I loved every minute of it myself. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Amazing. Thanks for listening if you're still here. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you next week. See you next time. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear, I'll make it easy. On my eyes is what you are. and I don't care.
1: Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. Editing and mastering by Lightning, The Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades.